clear your throat, check your notes. We're back. Listen, Tom Brady, he retired. Um, he came back. Uh, Michael He's Jordan, back. he retired. He came back. All the greats retired. He played baseball in between. He played baseball in between. And did Space Jam. If you're great, you can come it, back. <laughs> yeah. And yep, and here we are. And we're back. In the flesh. Michael Jordan style. Tom Brady style. Jimmer Fredette, maybe. We are here. We are live. He's a great college three-point shooter, but we're not. We are live, but we're not together, obviously. Um, yeah, enjoy. Thanks to technology, we can do this. Yep, and kick it. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello, friends and family. Welcome back. Um, It's been, I don't want to do the math, over a year and a half for sure. It's been a long time since we did a full recording. That's that's for sure. And in all honesty, we were we were in talks about doing this, but shout out to Pierce. We saw Pierce in the great Pierce. city of Columbus. And yes, Pierce, Pierce the Queen was, City. <laughs> the city of dreams, a lot call it, Windy City, all of the above. Um, he said, Where's the podcast? I miss it. And here we are. We're back. We missed it too. It, we did. It, I mean, it was seriously, it was on a whim. He comes up to me out of nowhere. He goes, dude, I still listen to your shit. I mean, I'm driving into work. Yeah, I put on Pro Pirate every once in a while. I put on vlogging during World War II. I look at him dead in the eyes, Dan, dead in the eyes. Uh-huh. Go, are you shitting? I go, are you yeah. playing with me right now? Yeah. He goes, no, I swear to God. And I, I me, and then <laughs> it, was, it was fate. Me and Dan locked eyes, and then we said, we're doing this. See, we're running of, it back. Absolutely. A lot of this had to do with eye contact. Eye contact's important. It sends the message through the soul. And he pierced our soul. Yes, pierced the soul. Uh-huh. Pierced the soul. And I he, like that. He hit that part. And also, last time we were making this, I was I was going through the tapes, going through the archives, digging through the files, seeing if we said anything that could cancel us. And last time we <laughs> Last time we were making episodes, dude. Every show, every movie was getting canceled. Every movie got pushed back a year yeah. and a half. It was like Doom, yeah. Batman. We're just watching trailers. Mm. It was life was, yeah. Life sure wasn't sweet back then, but it is now. No, it is now, no. It'd be like, all right, we're slated. Yeah, we have Batman coming out in one month. Who's ready? And then it's like, so we're pushed to December. New trailer just dropped, though. Let's dig in. What do we see? Paul Dano looks cute. And it just, you know, it, it took us away from it. Paul Dana looks cute. <laughs> that took me a second to pick up on that one. Uh, he sure is a creature. But, um, I no, the things that were coming out back then was like Adam Sandler's Netflix movies. Like, I remember watching Hubie Halloween. We snuck in mm. Borat 2, which was a treat. Mm. Uh, but it's just like, we mm. were just getting like random, random movies. And Tenet obviously was forced out into the theaters. We saw that in theaters with maybe maybe no there was no one else there no not maybe someone there was no no, one else there. no it was just us it was just us for sure it was it was awesome though it, is that is that the movie where you you, you screwed over the popcorn and you accidentally nah, dumped the cheddar into it I, I screwed over the popcorn during us i think uh i've never felt so guilty people don't forget that no me and hunter had a great bag of popcorn and i went to refill or something 
and I saw the seasonings. You know how they have those bonus seasonings. <laughs> I was like, this would be nice, just oh. a little treat. And uh, it wasn't the cap or whatever. It just dumped in the popcorn, and I was like, shaking it, shaking Ruined. it, adding butter. Hopefully, Hunter doesn't notice. Hunter took a bite. <laughs> he goes, "Dude, I hate white cheddar." Instantly instantly ruined the whole the whole bag of popcorn was full and, i mean to the brim he's like oh let me go back and butter it he goes let me go back and butter it maybe salt it a little comes back and it's white chattered movie just kicked i'm not leaving again i was pissed i was never, royally pissed i've never seen you so upset i felt guilty it took me like 10 minutes to get over that as well i was just you put the bag on the ground you gave me one of these you know like the whole body went down i pouted oh i yeah. pouted all right <laughs> i yeah. i pouted I did a little potty in the movie feeder. <laughs> just a quick poo. Just a quick yeah. poo. Like really in and out. It's like the old penis through the popcorn bucket thing, except I just shit in the seat. <laughs> so like a little Classic. less charming, but a little less charming, but pretty descriptive. Did I just grab your dick in the popcorn bucket again? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that your wang, dude? I'm sorry. I needed to air it out. I go, dude, what are you doing? It's just lathered up in butter. Jesus. <laughs> yes uh, yeah. but to, to, tie, to tie it back things were things were a little tough we're happy to be here lots changed since the last time you heard and yeah. saw us i am now chiseled with a six-pack um dan I, and i tried out for the amazing race we yes, did not we, get it well there's a new season we're gonna do it again yes we are we're about to refilm we're about to film our other audition tape because we're getting on this new season mm-hmm. um, we're gonna film another sec audition tape I was going to say you gained 20 pounds, but I like the idea of you convincing the viewers that you're chiseled. Yeah, no, it's, yes. I'm going to run with it. I'm going to run with it for a little bit here until one day I'll actually lift up my shirt and they'll be like, oh, he wasn't lying. So let's put a pin in that for mm, October is when I'll lift okay. my shirt up on stream. And if we're on the amazing race, we'll start filming in like November. And if we get on, you, yes. me and you are going to be chiseled. We're talking six pack, pushing eight pack, V down to the balls. Mm. I mean, shoulders like down Zach balls. Efron. I mean, Broad. I growing a beard. Dan doesn't wear glasses anymore. No, once you get ripped, the glasses come off. That's known. That's the, the contact effect. Contacts. Contacts. Colored. I have blue eyes now. Mm-hmm. God, what a life. Yeah, he's got um, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what else i'm a, I'm a slave to corporate america to to... still so that's there yeah that does once you're in you don't you don't leave no benefits once you're in you don't leave. 401 401ks <laughs> uh accounting you want you want to talk about dental i got it <laughs> um <laughs> but we do want to get on the amazing race and that's a fact and we're going to try out for this next season we're gonna have a much better audition tape um so we're gonna work on that but Yes, a lot has changed, and a lot will change once we get on the show by getting ripped and blue eyes and all sorts of things. But yeah. in terms of movies, TV, YouTube, all the stuff is coming out now. We're hot. All the stuff, all the stuff that got delayed is getting dumped <laughs> on our faces. Dumped. And I mean, I, I, there was a point here where I had the boys on Friday, I had Barry on Sunday, and then I had Obi-Wan Kenobi on Wednesday. Peaky Blinders comes out. Stranger Things comes out. There was probably, there wasn't a day for three weeks where I wasn't consuming. I mean, I was just Kirby, just Kirby, (gasps) Kirby inhale. It was disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. People wonder why you're a big fella now. Well, you're not yeah, big uh, isn't ripped with my yeah. six pack. <laughs> so while thanks, Dan. While I watch TV, I also lift weights, idiot. <laughs> it's called a shake weight. Did I mention 
like, did I mention like when they do like a little, you know, quick transition scene, I just bang out 25 quick ones real quick. I mean, one movie I'm doing 250 pushups. Easy, yeah. easy. No, like people always ask me why I watch cable commercials, dude. Six pack commercial doing pushups. <laughs> I have a little, I have the wrist thing. You know, I'm just constantly clenching. I'm clenching. People act like it's, it's hard. hard to, it's, they act like it's hard to get ripped. Clearly it's not pushups, sit-ups. No, I mean, squeezing my hand. There it is. Cut the McDonald's out of no more patties, only greens. No patties, only greens. Carrots for the eyesight. <laughs> Hunter, if we get on the amazing race, you're on a strictly carrot and celery diet. Dude, I will that's it. No meat, no poultry, no fish. I mean, I, I will be fucking Bugs Bunny. What is up, Doc? I will be only eating ants on a log, peanut butter apples. Yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole kit and goddamn caboodle, Dan. Yeah. The whole kit and caboodle. Oh, the transition's gonna be great. But first we need to get on the show. Um yes. so let's let's yes. save that Watch. for our audition tape. Um our first mm-hmm. one was our first one was probably a C on out of you know, A B C D scale. I think it was a C. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like. I, I'm thinking C minus to C, not C to C plus. Yeah. I'm thinking lower half. Yeah, we could have done better. It was forced. Oh, right? it, it was, was virtual. Forced. It was very forced. Uh, my hair was running ragged. Dan looked insane. I mean, we threw on our Bills and Eagles jerseys. <laughs> we did. And we gave it a ride. We tried to do things. It didn't work. Uh, we didn't get it. But hey, we continue. We learn from our mistakes. We move on. Um, but hey, here hey, we man, are. One heartbeat louder, baby. Yeah. Go Bills. Um, so we're here today with a new show. Well, same show, same people, new year, new us, um, but new ideas. Basically, we're on a little bit of a test run, but we're thinking a show or movie per episode, possibly two, possibly two. We're looking at hour-long episodes. We're trying to keep it short. We understand people are slaves to corporate America. They're busy, right? How long can you really listen to us? An hour. Digestible. An hour. Mm. Bite size. Pop. 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 <laughs> you know, we're talking. That's o- it. We're talking hors at uh, a wedding. You know, they're not so big where you have to take three bites. It starts crumbling all over you. That's when you get lost. When it's too big, but you, <sighs> it's small and you're taking a few bites. I just want one. Pop. That's it. Yep. Yep. I'm not taking the whole grilled cheese. I'm taking the little one on the tiny little. On a little thingy. The, yes. The little, no, uh, you can poke we, us with a toothpick. We call those things. A toothpick. Toothpick. Thank you. Bozo. Um, yeah, so you can poke us with a toothpick. We're digestible. So we're thinking a show or a movie. Obviously, we'll take um, suggestions. We're thinking stuff that's coming out because we're getting flooded with it. So we're thinking we're going to keep our finger on the pulse. You know, We're on the pulse of America, of culture. Um, and that's why today we will be reviewing Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, hello hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Um, But before we get into the review and everything, just, you know, me and Hunter, or Hunter has a job, I don't. (laughs) But we're... we're... (laughs) Dan, what happened to your last job? Really quick, while we're on this topic. Dan, give us a quick run through. I I got respectfully uh, sent home. (laughs) I I was told... I was told this job's not for me. (laughs) But... (sighs) Oh. Hey, uh, hey! When you when something goes, when you leave something away, new things come. I had an interview today, huh? How about that? But I did. I, uh, I want I'll, you to make it sound more 
I want you to make it sound more blue collar. I want you to say I got laid off. Okay. I want people to think that tax cuts, budget cuts, like okay. where's the little man? Let me let you Why know. Why's the what little happened. man getting cut out? Yeah. So I show up for work every day, 12 hours. My knees hurt, elbows hurt, nose bloodied. <laughs> I'm putting in the work. And I get He's told, in the coal mines, mother truckers. I said there's budget cuts. Big, big man. The government's coming in saying they're taking our hard earned money. Um, and I was the first to go, but in all honesty, <laughs> I was, I was kind of, I was kind of canned. I was kind of kicked to the curb in a respectful manner, a handshake kick to the curb. Um, and now I'm talking to Hunter at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday. Uh, eight o'clock for me. I am mountain time. So I still have daylight. I yeah. still have daylight. Yeah, I bet it's nice. I'm drinking a Sprite to stay up as I just golf nine holes. Um, we're all over the place because I was saying I did I did get respectfully laid off um, in a very nice manner. But me and Hunter were like, we want a creative endeavor. We want to go back to our roots. We had discussed it um, and just a little mm. something to work on. And we're going to try to stay on mm. schedule. I think we've probably said that eight times. We've done it nine. Um, we're going to just try to keep it cool. And, you know make these episodes as they come and just, you know, slowly work our way into it. I'm about to burp drinking a Sprite. Uh, uh. Yeah. That's, that's cause I Oof. need caffeine to stay up cause I was busy today. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No one's, um, no one's, no one's shaming you. No, it's, it's an underrated soda. Uh, yes, we're making this show. We're doing hour long episodes, bite size, a movie or two bite movies, size. a show or possibly two. Um, we're going to do a rating system out of 100. Um, our rating system will be based off five five categories, which is not in the chat anymore. Um, and then the fifth category, Mean Hunter, will each do our own. That kind of personalizes our own score. Um, and, yeah, I think we should get into Mr. Kenobi. Um, and yeah. Start, and start chatting about Ewan McGregor. Who, before yeah. we say anything, he was extremely handsome in the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. people are looking for the world's sexiest man. People are looking for the next Bachelor. Um, I got the answer. Yeah. Scottishman, Scotman, Ewan McGregor. He's like, Scottish? what? It's, uh, I, yeah, Scottish. He's a Scot? It might, 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 might be, actually might just be straight British here. Let me just do a little research. You keep talking, Dan. Yeah, I can I can talk. Um, our five categories or our four, we'll share four, and then we each have Scottish. Our yes, Scottish. Awesome. awesome, I like that. He's a Scot. So for Obi Wan Kenobi, our rating will be based off acting, story slash plot, creativity slash originality, entertainment value. Did we have fun? Mm. Hunter's fifth category mm. will be lore and Star Wars history. Mm. nerds my fifth category will be cinematography and visual aesthetics of the show five bingo mm. and love it yeah that is how we're going to be rating our shows um and movies uh we'll do we'll always keep four both of us will share four and then we'll always have our own individual one because listen wild card wild card bitches that's what we're gonna do <laughs> yeah wild card bitches um you want to get into a spoiler-free look at the show and our general thoughts without spoiling anything for those who haven't watched. I guess if you haven't watched, yes. I don't think you really oh. care. But yeah, people are busy. But maybe you do. Maybe people you are do. busy. Maybe yes. You, do. you know, I've t- 
if you're a casual Star Wars fan, you know a little about the story. You know we have the Darth Vader area, right? We have the prequels before that, Anakin Skywalker post-Darth Vader, right? You get that whole thing, Republic, Empire, that whole jazz. Basically, this show here is, is kind of bridging the gap in between, right? You got the end of Revenge of the Sith. Sweet old Obi-Wan Kenobi cuts Anakin's limbs off, turns him into the man into the suit. And then boom, you're right into the you're right into the original trilogies, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, that whole right. thing. And this show basically is showing us what happened to Obi-Wan McGregor in those middle years, right? We have this this man, right? Is he broken? Is he is he chipper? What's he doing, right? We know he's on Tatooine. We know he's looking over Luke Skywalker. It's been known for 40 years. But this show has given us a deeper look into what happened to the man, right? Mm. The mental psyche, the PTSD, his travels. You know, what is he doing? What is he doing to keep himself occupied? Does he use the force? Is he still a Jedi? Is he scared? Like, it's it's that bridging of the gap. It's the rainbow bridge. It's very wow. nice. I, that was kind of impressive. You know, if we look through the Thank archives, you. if you ever try to watch me and Hunter describe the plot of a movie, even while giving spoilers, it's awful usually. It's, it's usually really bad. Shit. That was good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You usually should, we should scrap it. We usually should just throw it away. That was good. I can tell you've been on YouTube. Well, you told me you've been on YouTube. You've been watching a lot of reviews, clearly. Um, uh, been taking a couple of extra poops throughout my day. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, everyone everyone knows YouTube's better on the pooper. It's just a fact. And with breakfast, I think it matches. Uh, I love I love yes. starting my day off with with a ten minute YouTube video with my oatmeal. It's a treat. Yeah, you know, just a quickly tangent there. I get government mandated bathroom breaks, so I make sure to take advantage of all of those to the fullest extent with my YouTube videos. So, Hunter, you know, what are you doing in the bathroom again? <laughs> Chinese last night. You know, I, yeah. I'm busy. Don't ask, and- you can't ask that question. That's against my rights. Everyone knows the Chinese in Denver is shit. So, um, oh, but I got a story later. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 stay on Kenobi here. Spoiler free is like. Um, also, don't be scared to talk about what you liked about it when you didn't without spoiling. Um, you know, For sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So I will say this: um, seeing E one, you called him Obi Wan McGregor, and that was awesome. I don't know if you did it on purpose, but it was a treat. Very much so. Like, Actually, well, just kidding. All right, it didn't sound like it was on purpose, but it was smooth. Um, seeing Ewan and Hayden Christensen back on screen was really a treat. Um, I think there was some good addition of new characters as well. I did like a few of the characters they added. I disliked a few as well. Um, and I think that's a yes. big thing with the show. Major pros and major cons. Every time there was a pro, every time there was a positive, it always came with a negative. It couldn't just <laughs> it did. It couldn't put two together. It was always one and then one. And it was like the ultimate 50-50 split on the show for me. Um Yeah. And and characters was one of that. Some of them were good. Some of them were good at acting. Some of them were bad characters and some of them were bad at acting. Uh not saying anyone specific. But I think we all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And, and and to go off your point, we on top of you and McGregor and uh, and good old Hayden Christensen's, we had a couple of reprisals, smaller yeah, roles in the originals, true. smaller roles. Now we had Joel Edgerton back as Owen Lars. We had what's her name, Bonnie Peace, PC or something like that, as Baru Lars, husband and wife combo. There, always great to see them. Jimmy Smits replying, re- reprising the role of Senator Bail Organa, 
father to Leia Organa. Let's not forget. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then new addition that I, that I did did really like. Um, let's say this together. Kumali. Kum- uh, do it. You do it. Um, I, we, we looked up the pronunciation. Um, Kumali Hananji. Nah, nah. Uh, yeah, let's go hey, with that. It shouldn't be, it's not hard, but it's definitely a block in my brain. I can't do it. We're um, not racist. We just we just have we ADHD. <laughs> like we just don't know how to pronounce it. No, we're not. Let's, we're not racist. <laughs> I want to get that out there. I want to get that out there early and often that we are law-abiding right. citizens. I forgot this stuff goes on the internet. I'm not racist, yeah. dude. No. Um, no. Anyway, the I'm character candid. he played, um, he plays a uh, a Jedi of sorts, a fake Jedi. That's not really a spoiler. Um, he plays a fake Jedi. Mm. And I'll say this. I, what I really liked about him, and we can talk about this later, um, he's the perfect example of how Star Wars needs to integrate comedy. It, it's yes. Star Wars comedy with Poe Dameron in the opening scene of whatever of the new trilogy movie was, when he's talking to General Hux, and he makes a joke. It is the worst thing ever. It's Kylo Ren. He's talking to Kylo Ren. It was horrible. It was was absolutely destructive. And then, but a character like this, he was just like, yeah, it's coming through your mic. Okay. It's coming through. Um, (laughs) But a character like this, like he himself is naturally funny, and he played... His character was kind of goofy in the way he did it. It wasn't like a forced joke or a forced bit. It was kind of just his character and how his character interacted with other people in different situations. Like that's where the comedy comes in. That's why Han Solo was funny because he was kind of smug. And yes. But in those situations, yeah. the jokes are natural. I just thought that yeah. was a, a major positive for them. Something they should look at in terms of comedy. Agreed. Agreed. And I hope. I hope that. You know, they're hearing the same things that we're saying right now, right? I'm sure a lot of the fans agree with us out there that when it's that forced, it's just distasteful and it's not funny. It's like you're killing the scene, you know? I have no flow with what the hell is going on. Yeah, and it's just like I think that was a major problem with the last trilogy. They really couldn't figure out the jokes. As in like Marvel movies make jokes. Some of them do it well, some of them don't. Uh, But Star Wars tried their hand at it and they did bad. Um, But in Mm -hmm. terms of... Spoiler for your view. I think Obi-Wan was good, not great. It wasn't bad. Yep. I, I really think you can meet it down the middle. We talked about it. had a lot of pauses, but everything always came with the negative. Um, and spoiler free wise, I just think the show itself lacked high stakes, right? We knew that Leia, Luke, Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, Bail Organa, Owen, Owen's wife, we knew they all lived. And then getting, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but there's also two things that happen that ruin the stakes even more when people continue to come back. Um, And I just think it just, it was intense at times, like I said, but at other times it was just like, there, there, it's lacking that intensity. You could have done more. Something's going to happen. Yeah. It never felt like something's going to happen. Um, No. I'll I'll let you go, but we could probably trickle in. Say one more spoiler-free thing, and then we'll trickle into our real reviews and what we actually thought of it. Sure. Yeah, to kind of wrap up our – probably the 10th time we're going to say the spoiler-free little check-in Guys, here of Obi-Wan it's Kenobi. spoiler-free. If you haven't watched the show – Spoiler-free. You can still listen. Spoiler-free. Spoiler-free. Yeah. Last thing I want to say, spoiler-free. 
is that at the end of the day, as a Star Wars fan, you're still getting that little bit more closure, right? You're getting that candy. It's like, even if it's bad, right? Even if it's bad, you're still going to go, ah, I still liked it, right? You're not going to say I hated it. It's like, man, like, you know, I I got to see them back on the screen reprising old roles, like giving you that feeling, like giving you more, more to the story, right? Painting a better picture. I, I think that, even if it's the worst show in the world, you're still going to sit there and be like, Hey, that was still cool. Right. Yeah. At least I got to see a little bit more and I get to see the actors again and I get to see the characters and it makes you feel good. It does. Right. It, at the end of the day, like still a fan, always going to be a fan. That's, that's a good, a good note to point out that star Wars fans are notoriously the worst and they hate everything. Um, and they're all, yes. Angry. Yeah. We got the show. We got the show. We got it. Yeah. I got to see Ewan uh, with the luscious locks and the beard. We got it. I mean, sweet Jesus Christ. I would say when, when did Disney buy Star Wars? 2013, 14, around there? Right, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah. 2012 because Force Awakens was 2015. I remember the second they bought it, right? Because I, I love Star Wars, right? Truth be told. And I used to Google probably once a month, you and McGregor or Obi-Wan Kenobi, because there was rumblings right when it came out. Like he yeah. went on the Graham Norton show and was like, I'd love, I would love to do Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. <laughs> and you're like, Oh man, is he going to do it? Graham, is he going to do it? And it never came. And then, I mean, Jesus, nine, 10 years later, we got it. Right. I mean, revenge of the system, 2006, we got Disney buying it. It's like, are we ever going to see him again? He wants to do it. And we got it. And I'm thankful. I'm yes. thankful. That's that's a very positive way to look at it. Um, I did recently watch Christopher Robin on Disney Plus, starring Ewan. Mm. It's a good actor. Yes, it's just a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, not actually, not a bad movie at all. Um, I know people were scared of it because check it out. The Pooh and his friends kind of look like beat up dolls, and it's a little scary at first. <laughs> but you find out it's not so scary. Rated um, PG thirteen. Yeah. Um. Oh, by the way, guys, spoiler-free review's over, so suck it. We're going to stop saying it now. Yep. Now you're fucked. If you haven't seen it, now you're yeah. fucked. And, yeah, leave the episode now and go on Disney Plus and watch the first episode and make your own opinions about it, all right? Make your own opinions about it. Um. So how the rest of the show is going to work, we're going to give our score, quickly say why. Um, then Hunter's going to give his score, quickly say why, and then we'll break down each of the categories and then we'll, well, then we'll kind of get into moments that we loved, moments that we didn't like, specific, and we'll get more into the specifics of the show. Um, so do you want me to score first, or would you like to score first? You can score first. I'll close it out. I'll close it. I'll, I'll bring the whammy, right? You, 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 you let them start, right? You get them nibbling, and I'll come in, and I'll just smack them, smack I, them with numbers. I won't lie. I'm nervous because I've never made a score before. This is the first score. If I score too low or too high, it will forever ruin my my landmark of it. Um, but you'll that, lose it. You'll lose your credibility. That you being will, said, right? You you give something crazy rate. Don't cut me off. Don't <laughs> cut me off. You give something a crazy rating. Oh, barbarians are at the gates, man. You are a rag doll to it, the critics. Pierce, all- don't be afraid to unload on this kid. Pierce is like, why the fuck are you guys watching Obi Wan Kenobi? He doesn't, I, you know. Actually, <laughs> I have no clue what he likes to watch. Maybe he just likes to hear his banter. Um, in all honesty, one I punch, man. I didn't even know notice I was cutting you off because I'm nervous. I know the pitchforks might come out for me, um, and I'm starting to shake in my boots. 
whenever I think of Pitchforks, I think of the Simpsons movie every time. Uh, every time. I actually always think of Shrek. Uh, every uh, Angry Mob, uh, half of them always have Pitchforks. Mm, that's that's a better Angry Mob, but I go instantly to the Simpsons movie. That's how I am. Um, sure, sure. Simpsons movie, good film. Shrek, good film. Obi-Wan, let me tell you a little about it. So, like I said earlier, I this is this is where I'm at with the score. The stakes were not there. We knew a lot of people survived. Two people get stabbed by lightsabers and survive. It just loses the fact that like anyone could die, and that definitely bothered me. That lose a little bit of entertainment value where I don't feel like I'm on the edge of my seat. I did love seeing the actors come back. I did love the gaps filled with Obi Wan Kenobi, but. The whole Riva storyline with the Grand Inquisitors was a waste of all of the time. All of that yeah. time was an absolute yep. waste, just an absolute wash. Um, I'll get mm-hmm. into more of it, but the story itself with Obi-Wan and his journey with Leia, I did enjoy. I did enjoy that. Um, and once again, a lot of pros, a lot of negatives. Simply, it was good. It wasn't great. And it brings me kind of down the middle. And I'm going to give it a 68. I think a 68 is fair. Um, at times, I had it higher. I definitely never had it lower. But just looking at it a little more critically, a little more with a personal taste, I just thought it was good. It just wasn't great. There were some bad episodes. And there were some good episodes. There were some amazing moments. And there were some really, really bad moments. Like, really bad in terms of acting in terms of direction in terms of just like why is that there um yeah but then you get like that final fight scene it's like it's all worth it it's all worth Ugh, it but but then when it so. cuts away to reva chasing luke yeah it's just like but why don't give a shit right so it's like don't every give a time, shit i don't every time you got it you also lost something and that's why it just kind of runs me down the middle at a 68 just simply good not great if you love if you like star wars you you should definitely watch it I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. All right. You, you tell me where you're at with the score. Okay. Was that the end of yours? Yeah. Oh, yeah um, we'll get, we'll I, I, I think, yeah, you know, we've had preliminary conversations. I think you know that I'm agreeing with a lot of the points you're giving out here, right? A, a lot of the – not a lot, but like you said earlier, whenever there was a positive, there came a negative, right? And, you know, I'm a big I'm a bigger Star Wars fan, I like to think, so it's going to yeah. be a little biased. I, I gave it a 76 right into the number. I gave it a 76 That's and fair. let me also preface scenes where it was just you and McGregor. I think the show is a 94 yeah. scenes where it was just you and McGregor, just him speaking, no other bullshit. I mean, God, every time he spoke, it was captivating. It's like you'd get Reva, right? And you're like, dude, this is cheesy. You're like, Oh, oh my God. I, I can't even follow this. I don't believe you. You're too over aggressive. Dare I say you're a bad actor. And then it flips to you and, and it's just, it flips to Obi-Wan, I should say. And the story's just, all of a sudden it's, it's tense again. He's got that calm voice, like this broken man. And every time when he's talking, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm just staring at the TV. And then when it cuts to the Inquisitors or Reva, that's when I pull out my phone and I do a quick Twitter refresh. I check the Yankees score real quick. And it breaks my heart to say that because I was so excited for this show. And I told Dan before this, I go, they're either going to knock it out of the park full-blown, which I hope they do, or it's going to be all right. It's going to be maybe a little disnified, maybe a little drop the ball-ish. And I think it was kind of in between that. I wouldn't say it was horrible. I wouldn't say it was amazing. But I think there were opportunities for them to really step it up. 
and they dropped the ball a little bit and it was sad to see at times for sure absolutely absolutely fair review you're right they had the chance to really hit the home run and they just hit a few ground balls instead they got a few singles they got a few outs but they had a chance to really they were set up a few times to really do what they needed to do and they did it oh god yeah god yeah i mean um, it's teed up right I'll, it was. yeah more yeah. you and more you and they should everyone gave. loves Ovi Ward. everyone everyone loves mm. Him. Mm. universally um, universally absolutely. loved so let's tap into the acting because I know people are like, you know, acting doesn't, it, obviously it matters, but like we're not going to be, it's not snobby acting. Like he deserves the Academy Award. Like acting is a huge part of Star Wars that I don't think people realize. And when there's bad actors in it, it pulls out that Star Wars is inherently corny. It is. Yeah. Like the content yeah. material is a little nerd. It is nerdy, but when there's bad actors, it just shines. And I think yeah. there were some really good actors, some really bad actors. And like acting fully changed where I was at in the story. And I think we should go to the first episode when the Grand Inquisitors came off that ship. Um, I thought the other two Inquisitors were good actors. I really, they both gave off yeah. a different type of scary vibe. But Reva, um, Moses Ingram caught a lot of heat. Um, oh. But. I think her acting throughout the show was awful, and it started in that first episode. It was like these, like it was like these fake screams and this fake scary. It was like one, oh her character was written poorly, her story was written poorly, but she made it just so much worse. It was the fake intensity, I think we want to call it the, and, and there was ever there was never a she, reason overacted. Why. she overacted. Yeah, she overacted. She overacted. Yeah, it was sad. And the, it just you're like, right. There was. There's no reason why. Like you said, the grunts, the screaming, like, where is he? It's like everybody else is talking like this, right? It's like, it's those scenes where when they're talking melodramatically, when they're talking quietly and being threatening, you're you're thinking to yourself, oh shit, like he's going to cut somebody up. And she just runs in screaming and yelling and taking out her lightsaber. I'm like, enough, please, please, no more, no more. And, and it's not be it's gone. not fully her fault. It's really not. Yeah, be, no, be no. It, it, her character was written. I, I never understood it, but she never created it for herself. She never made it like the whole. I'm also like still confused what her character really was. Like, right. Uh, Anakin cut all the younglings and she escaped. What a great opening scene, by the way. Yeah. Really yeah, quick. Just to cut you off. That what a great was. opening start to the show. Love Order 66. Yeah, Order sixty six, and we saw the uh, the class, the real life non CGI um, storm, not stormtroopers, uh, clone troopers. They looked mm-hmm. sick in person. They looked sick in live. Yes, they did. Um, yes, they did. So she escapes, and then her whole reason of becoming an inquisitor is to get back at Anakin. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. Right. Which which is funny, right? Depending how you look at it, some people were saying. Um, Oh, I kind of, I kind of like the idea that you didn't know what she was after until the fourth episode. But then I, I kind of yeah. sit there, right, playing devil's advocate, and I'm thinking to myself, she gave no hints whatsoever that she didn't want to no. be an Inquisitor and kill Anakin. It's like she's trying to murder all these Jedi and hates the Grand Inquisitor, and then out of nowhere, she's saying, "Well, it's because I want to kill Anakin for what he did to me, for what he did to my family." And it's, I'm just saying, I'm like, you're doing horrible things. You're killing a lot of people. Like, you could go about it a better way. 
And she, as an actress, didn't do that. She didn't show us. She didn't no. act like it. So when we found out, it was like, what? It didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, so like, yep. I, I know she caught some hate. And I know there was some racist stuff. And like, that's messed up. That is so undeserved yeah. and awful. And I saw she yep. posted some Agreed. stuff. People definitely, say, people definitely say awful things that happens on the internet. But objectively, she wasn't a great actress. Her character was written. A little poorly, definitely poorly, and she just didn't find it. She never found the character, so there's nothing rewarding about her. There was nothing rewarding no. about her story. And I, I was um, reading too that they were gonna kill her off when the Grand Inquisitor stabbed her, and somebody, yeah. some producer or whatever, just thought, "Oh, let's do a little side by side like the old movies, cut back and forth." You have uh, Obi Wan and Darth Vader fighting, and then Reva just who just recovered from a stab wound with a lightsaber for the second time in her life in like probably two hours of movie time. And now she's on the hunt in a desert for a little boy that she doesn't even kill anyways, which we knew she wasn't going to. It was just, that was a ball drop. That was a ball drop. Let her die. That's when I go back to the stakes. Like, why was that even there? We knew nothing was going to happen. And then also her character just, we weren't attached to her. Um, so that's kind of it for her and like I think a lot of people have strong opinions about her I thought the other inquisitors were good I thought the other inquisitors were good I thought Rupert Friend was outstanding yeah yeah I thought Darth Vader mask on showed a little bit hints of um, Anakin and hating and I thought like that kind of shined and was poking out some of his inflections and stuff he said Um, which you wouldn't think of as a good performance but it was behind the mask I thought it was amazing. I yeah. thought that was so cool. You hear Darth Vader in all the movies and in Rogue One, and it just doesn't sound like Anakin. And then this time it was, say, thank God James Earl Jones still kicking, got to voice that, which was awesome. But you're right, like the dialogue, the words, like you should have left me, like you did yeah. this, like I'm the yeah. man you made me. And I'm like, yeah. I hear that. Like he's still yeah. in there, you know, like he's still, he hates Obi-Wan. He's still Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I, that was just the fact that he really got a shine out of the armor. Like you saw it and yeah, it was, that was special. Um, yeah. The finish up acting. Yes, it was. I thought, obviously, obviously we can talk about all day. Ewan was amazing. He's good as Obi-Wan. He's aged like fucking fine wine. He is handsome. He looks younger than he did in 2006. It's special. And he's a good actor. That's a fact. Um, little Leia was good. She was a good child actor. Yes. Um, Yes, she was. uh, I also enjoyed her character and her wit. I thought they did a good job with her. She was not, maybe at times a little annoying, but that's how kids are usually, the kid actors. But I thought her yeah, wit and everything, I, she kind of pulled it off. I, I I think so too. I think she was a great cast for the role. I, I feel like sometimes they might've overused her in some scenes. That one chase scene too, on like the second episode was a little bullshit. That was the most well, yeah, corny thing I've ever seen. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that later. But overall, great actress, right? She pulled off exactly what you'd envision young Leo Organa being, right? This smart, witty senator. Yeah. That won't, you know, say no or stand down to anybody. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. Even some of the smaller roles, right? Like Joel Edgerton, Owen Lars, that dialogue yeah. that he had with Ewan in the first and the last episode, yeah. very intense, like yeah. very good there. Um, obviously, right, you you alluded to it, but the end when you add Hayden Christensen's mask, half on, half off. Is he Darth Vader? Is he Anakin? You have James Earl Jones's voice fusing with Anakin's voice with Hayden Christensen's voice like 
in and out. It was so intense. It, that was so beautiful. Well-written. Yeah. I have probably watched that on YouTube 20 times. I mean, yeah. chills, truly yeah. chills. Like I, Oh my God, it was unbelievable. Yeah. And, unbelievable. and let's, let's move on from acting. Cause like I said, a positive and negative, there were good actors that really made star Wars intense. There was bad actors that show that star Wars is corny. It's there at the core. Some of the dialogues actually dumb, but you just don't pick up on it when it's acted. Well, it puts you in the world. Yeah. Um, totally. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that character when they were on that one planet trying to find the Jedi to help him. Like the dude with the, the shit coming out of his face that turned him into the stormtroopers. I, I was just I... thinking that too. That was <laughs> cheesy as fuck. Oh my yeah. God. 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 I, I like yes. the way he looked, but like some, yeah. Um, let's move something on. Something was off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, something was off. Um, so besides acting, um, we'll kind of go toward to the words like just entertainment in general because that last scene um, was an all time moment. It really was top five Star Wars moments, no matter what way you want to put it. If you take it out of the show yeah. itself, it's so good. It that fight yeah. scene, also the way they did the fight scene, the fight style. Obviously, you have to step back yeah. from Revenge of the Sith. There's no more backflips. And I understand 10 years has passed. But the backflips are done with Star Wars, kind of. But the style of fighting, the way the camera work was going, it just felt so real and authentic. It it, it kind it of sick. gave me, like, the first the first fight with Rey and Kylo Ren on the snow planet. Um, this is the first time you kind of saw, like, the stabbing type of lightsaber moves, like, more of yeah. a traditional sword fight. This one had the perfect mix of that, and also, like, the classic whipping and the behind-the-back shit. They were doing their old yeah. moves. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, I'll just go through the whole scene, all the moments. Then the rocks. Obi-Wan getting buried, and then he finds hope in the Force. Like, he finds the good sides of the Force, and what he's doing it for, and he comes out, and then all those rocks just come up behind him, and it's just, like, and he just starts peppering Vader, and Vader's, like, trying to yeah. beat it out. And oh, he yeah. does. And then they continue to duel, and then slow-mo. And then slow-mo, he just slices his mask. And that's where we get, after this awesome fight, that's where we just get like this insanely iconic moment. No matter what way you want to put it, it was insanely iconic. The voice matches was insane. Uh, Him saying... Lord help Anakin me. And Darth Lord help Darth, me. Darth saying that he killed Anakin and he's got the red light on his face when he's talking as Darth Vader, the blue light on his face when he's talking as Anakin and these changes. And then huh, Obi-Wan leaves and he just says, goodbye, Darth. Like my, then my friend is yeah. gone. Goodbye. Darth. Yeah. I mean, you've oh, watched yeah. it a couple of times. I've watched a few, you but like uh, everything about it was sick. It was just sick. It was awesome. It was all it tied together the whole show. You said it perfectly. You take that away. It's the greatest 10 minute scene in star Wars history. Right. I mean, it was, right. it had everything. It had everything. And, and that's where hardcore fans and people who are really critical to show it, it can be deserved, but it's like, come on, what did we just get? Like you said, right. anything from the show is bonus. This never should have happened. Anything from the show no. is bonus. And we got a lot yeah. of entertaining, entertaining clips. We have yeah. some bad scenes, but the entertaining yeah. ones stick out. They're on YouTube. Go watch them. They're there forever. Like I think that's a big sure. bright spot in the show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, overall, the, the show was entertaining, right? I mean, you're yeah. seeing new planets, old characters, new characters. That's you're getting true. the lightsaber fights. You're getting, you're getting the force chokes. You're getting the shootouts. Like, 
you're getting all that intensity that you know Star Wars fans love and that they weren't really in the in the sequels as much. It yeah. it was entertaining for sure. It was awesome to see Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi thrown into this this environment where the whole world's against him, where every every step he makes could cause him his life, right? He's a broken man and then he's a found man again. I mean, following the show in that path, it was very entertaining. Like, of yeah, course, they, 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 every piece you get is extra. That's I love that you said that. Like every, it is just candy. And also, like transitioning into plot and story, like the uh, the story of Obi Wan being broken and found, um, having to confront Vader and 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 Hayden, not Hayden, and Anakin, um, like him knowing that Anakin's actually gone. He didn't kill him. Lord Vader did, and like that connects to A New Hope, where he like is talking to Luke about his dad, and he's like, uh, a man named Darth Vader killed him, which is kind right. of right. I mean, what a scene that was when when Reva was like, "Did you not know Anakin was alive?" And it, it does the close up on Obi Wan's face, and he's oh like, yeah, it's yeah. impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. There's no way I killed him. I killed him. It's over. It's supposed to be over. What do you mean, my pad one is this sociopathic killer? of everybody and everything, right? I mean, that, that plot point is great. And, that and, was and to kind of roll off that more, right, originally this show was supposed to be a movie, like two and a half hours. Yeah. And how I like to think of it, it's like the first two episodes and the last two episodes, show was six long. So first two, second, or last two, I feel like was the main plot. And then yeah. the two episodes in the middle were a little more filler, they go to the Inquisitor planet and break Leia out of jail. And it was kind of cheesy. How the hell did he just get in there? And then these crazy rebels show up in two ships and, and stop the whole thing. And I'm thinking to myself, what the hell right. is going on? Right. I mean, first two episodes is broken. Oh, Leia's kidnapped. I got to go rescue her flea. Shout out flea. He was in this red hot chili yeah. peppers for life. Yeah, he was. He was awesome. Um, and, and then it was just two episodes of what's really going on. And then it was right back into it again. And then episodes four and five was, Darth Vader's on the hunt, right? He's going around, he's snapping necks. They're, he's dragging Obi-Wan through fiery crystals. He's killing people. Like the raid on that little rebel base was cool. He force pulls yeah. the shit yeah. back, you know? Yeah. And then the whole final episode was as masterful as you could get other than the end chase scene. It was very entertaining. No, you're right. Like overall, I, I, those two episodes overall, the plot were wasn't the filler. No, you're right. Those yeah. two middle ones were the filler. The, the general plot was that Leia's gone. Obi-Wan's a broken man. Kenny, is he up for this task? And he goes and he finds himself again. And he finds hope in the Force. He finds the good side of mm -hmm. it. And he confronts Darth Vader and Anakin. And, and that's really the story. And he's being chased by these Inquisitors. But like the core right. of and, the story, the core of the plot is, is definitely solid. Let's not forget, too, that first episode... Um, that young Jedi used to be a pad one. They find out he's on Tatooine. They're not even looking for Obi-Wan. I mean, they're looking for this young Jedi and he finds Obi-Wan. I mean, what a scene. He finds him in the desert and he's oh, like, Master yeah. Kenobi, I, I know it's you. I know it's you. And at first Kenobi's saying, he's, I, I don't know you. I don't know what you're talking about. Who is this Obi-Wan Kenobi? And then he goes, hide, run, bury your lightsaber in the sand and, and disappear. And then the very next scene, he's hanging in town square. I mean, talk about a man that's defeated. That's a kick to the nuts, right? As he's, he thinks he's as down as he could possibly get. Decides not to save somebody, which is very unlike Obi-Wan Kenobi in all the movies, all the TV shows. And then he rolls up and he's being hung in town square. And then the Inquisitors are about to kill Owen Lars, 
who's the only one that knows he's alive and on this planet. And it's just immediately like it's an emotional roller coaster of is he going to confess? What's going on? Like, are, are people still going to protect him? It was it was pulling on the heartstrings. No, you. Yeah, no, they did a great job of showing how broken he was. And I love the scene of him. They're like cutting up that massive thing and he's just slicing, puts away his knife. He takes care of his sushi-ing. equipment, which I love. Yep. Yeah. Um, but it's like they really show the monotony of his days and just like how broken he is. He's disheveled with the hair and Obi-Wan's so known for the slick back and, and the good outfits. Yeah. And like, I kind of forgot just, you know, as you watch the show, you forget how broken he was in the beginning. His lightsaber was buried. He was really going by yeah. Ben. And then he force yeah. saves Leia on that Hong Kong planet, which was awesome. Um, yeah, very and cool. And he's like, Tamora he, Morrison, he starts... the role of clone trooper. That was a cool little right. cameo. That was a good one. Um, you spare some credits. Spare some credits. <laughs> it's a good touch. Like that's that's where you get like the the candy. Really, it's like they're allowed to do random shit like that now because they're not so yeah. scarce on their movies, um, and they can do things For like sure. that. So generally, the plot was good. I think they showed how broken he was, and they showed him finding himself, which sets him up for a new hope and kind of gives him that closure that he clearly needed. He was a broken man. Very, very broken. Yes, he was. Um, yes, he was. And then creativity, originality. I mean, we don't need to touch on all of these because we kind of been going all over. It's like, yeah, the, the Leia plot line was good. And that's what started it all. Um, and we all knew he had to confront Vader. And like, when you in the gap fill, in the filler episodes, did they lack some originality and creativity? Yeah. Did they lack some yeah. originality and creativity with the Inquisitor storyline? Yes. But like you said, this was meant to be a movie and that the core, like you said, positive, negative, that core is still there. And I thought it was, I the Leia twist was good. I, I enjoyed the Leia, the Leia story. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I feel like in a situation like this, there's not, oh, it can't be groundbreaking, right? Because we know no. what characters are going to survive and where the story's going. So when you look at it that way, it's you're not going to watch this show and be like, that was just, I mean, who could have thought of that? Oh my God, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the craziest thing I've ever seen, right? They, they couldn't do that. Could they have done better? Could they have been a little more creative? Sure, sure, right? Uh, positives and negatives, like we've said. But I mean, overall, it was right. We got our new planets. The Inquisitors were incorporated for the first time in live action. That was cool to see. Um, You get Darth Vader. You get the little dark side of Darth Vader on that. uh, I think it was episode three, the first time he fights Obi-Wan and he's ripping down the streets, right? He's a savage. I mean, that was creative. That was a cool shot. Little revenge. Like now you will burn as I did, right? Like I liked it. It was solid. It's as solid as it could be. Could it have been better? Sure. But creative. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can wrap up our scores here. Um, obviously, like I said, first episode, we're learning our pacing here. We're figuring it out. Um, I had a 68. Um, I think we've really described where our scores came from. And like, I think yeah. the idea of all of this being extra, it makes it better. Like the show itself was not perfect at all, but some of the content no. we got, some of the, the final scene, uh, just seeing Ewan back on screen was really, really nice and like really worth the watch. And I'm happy the show came out. And it's like, you can't hate it. You really can't hate it. No, if you hate it, you're a piece of shit, right? If you truly yeah. sit there and go, that was a waste of my life. I'll find you and I'll kill you. I will. I'll yeah. shoot you dead square in the noggin. 
I'll ruin your life. I will. Um, yeah, no, no, but don't, don't threaten me with a good time, Daniel. Um, yeah. my last little tidbit really quickly. I just want to talk about the lore just cause I'm a nerd like that for any of you real nerds that have stuck around this far. It does break Canon really quickly. I do want to put that out there. Obi-Wan and Vader were never supposed to meet until the death star after revenge of the Sith. So that was definitely a treat for the fans because once, once they said Hayden was coming back, it was, it was pretty known that they were going to square off and, and we got that flashback scene, which was sick. But, um, you know, we had them fight twice, which was a treat, you know, for a fan. As a mega nerd, people are probably sitting there like, what the fuck is that? Kevin Feige or whoever's running it now? But I liked it, right? I'm not knocking that. Are you kidding me? I get to see Ewan and Darth Vader right. freaking sword fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching them take a piss around the bowl. I'm watching them do the dance. <laughs> so, you know, as, as far as lore goes, yeah, it broke some things. But it, I thought it carried the story well. I I I thought that deep dive was sick, just seeing everybody come back and all that jazz. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you're getting what you love. And and I enjoyed it. I did. And I'm happy it came out. I am. It brought a tear to my eye. I put, I put on a Star Wars shirt, right? See, episode drops two hours early, so I didn't have to go to bed and watch it the next night. I put on my Star Wars shirt. I put on Rachel's robe, three sizes too small for my cut body. My oh, six pack body, the uh, the black and white one, yeah, the black and white one, yeah, yeah. And I put on Duel of Fates on my speaker, and I pour myself an almost full glass of scotch. And I sat there and I pregame for ten minutes, and I sat on that couch for two goddamn straight hours, and I just nerded the tits off my body. I mean, I was, oh hey, oh Reva, you suck. Oh you and you're great, like oh. Yeah. Shit me, yeah. man. I mean, I was locked in. Pistol whip that bitch. Cash bar. Cash yeah. bar. <laughs> um, yeah, no, big difference here. Like, nerds probably like this show. Did they love it? Probably not. Dorks. The dorks hate it. The dorks hate yeah. it for every reason. The dorks. <laughs> the, dorks, the dorks would absolutely bury this bitch alive, right, if they had the oh, option. Yeah. They would roll into Disney HQ with a pump shotgun and say, we're done here. Where this whole operation's over. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. You don't mess with dorks because they're assholes. Um, but yeah, they are. You end up giving they it are. 76. They, was your score? 76. 76 was uh, the consumer score after long. But l- let me preface again. I said with you and McGregor. What did I say? When it's only Obi Wan Kenobi on screen, 94. I think I said. Just give yeah. me Obi Wan Kenobi. And I mean, the show is four and a half stars on IMDb, 94% Rotten Tomatoes. Book it with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Book it. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to move on, not fully out of Star Wars. I just want to talk. Um, it's okay, baby. It's okay, baby. You lead the charge. You do that. We're getting back into it. Yeah. You do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're 55 minutes in. Just noted. Remember, we're bite size. size now. We're, at, we're, we're with the toothpick and you pop us in. Pop. Um, (laughs) I just want to talk about the future of Star Wars real quick, and then we'll finish up because where do we go from here? Listen, everyone doesn't like the last trilogy. That's known. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian is pretty well received. I would say generally, Mm -hmm. um, Boba Mm -hmm. Fett was a drop, but we don't need to talk about it. Boba was was flat, but an, an, also an iconic moment in Boba Fett on the it. Rancor. The Rancor, though. Yeah, that was cool. 
that that yeah what Danny uh, Trejo. Uh, so Boba Fett was a flop, and then we have Obi Wan where runs down the middle is good, just good, wasn't great. Um, but now we have Andor coming out. We have Mando season mm. three. We have Ahsoka. Mm. I found out there's a move a show with Jude Law coming out. The skeleton. Yeah, yeah. The the skeleton crew. Skeleton crew. And, and then, uh, so we'll talk shows, and then what's next with the movies? Taika Waititi is set to direct them. I yep. don't know if it's going to be. He's going to direct all three. I hope so. I hope they don't pass off no, directors. So that was- Tyke is doing one standalone, and then they still have Ryan Johnson slated to do the next trilogy. It keeps mm-hmm. getting pushed back because he's doing the Knives Out series right now. He's got mm-hmm. like two more Knives Out films to do. So they don't know what's going on with that yet, which should be who the so fuck Tyke knows. Stands, Just do it right. Tyke is standalone. Yes, Tyke is standalone. People forget okay. D.B. Weiss and David Benioff fucked us. They ruined um, everything. <laughs> yes, they did. They're the devils. They're they're they are Beazel Bop incarnated. But yes, we got that bad batch coming out, uh, coming out in August or September. The Acolyte, which I think is a live action look at the old Republic, the High Republic. I'm pretty sure. Um, so like way before the Clone Wars, and then there's also another little cartoon show coming out that's gonna take a deep dive into star Wars characters that we don't really know much about. So we'll get like a standalone uh-huh. episode on Count Dooku, Qui-Gon Jinn, a couple other people. So that should be interesting. I'm excited for Andor. You mentioned that as the first yeah. one. Uh, Dan, yeah. you know me. I'm very big one. on a serious tone. I thought rogue yeah. one strictly off acting and story was probably the second or third best star Wars movie created and based off the trailer alone, it seems like Andor is going to be pretty graphic and pretty intense. It, it seems like it's going to be more of a show for adults than it is for kids, which I am always super excited about. I, I love that aspect of Star Wars. Like you said, when it's corny and it's bad acting, it, it really shines through and it seems like dog shit. But, I mean, Rogue One was great. Uh, Cassie and Endor I forget, uh, Diego Luna, I think he's going to be great in the role again. Yeah. I mean, the trailer looks unbelievable. Yeah. It looks unbelievable. Whatever that story is yeah. going to be, I'm super excited for that. No, that's fair. I, I think we both loved Rogue One, and Rogue One did a lot of things right for the future of Star Wars. Um, and yes. just something I want to note on, like, I talked about comedy earlier, and I know Taika is a very distinct version of comedy. And his comedy kind of showed, he directed one episode of, an episode of Mandalorian, I think, and there was a good funny moment with the stormtroopers in it. Um, but my point is here is like with Marvel and Disney just making all of these shows and now like so many shows and so many movies, some are going to be great, some are going to be bad, some are going to fall in the middle, and it's just like we're getting a lot of it and we're it's all candy, yeah, all of this is extra, this yeah. never was supposed to happen. And it's not all going to be good because they're kind of flooding us with it. Like some of it's a premium yes, product, they some are. of it won't be. I just hope I, for the future. I hope they can keep the movies really to stand out, like really yes. be as it should be standalone. As it should be. And I and I also love the since we're having so much stuff come out. It's fine to talk about other characters, but let's make sure that the movies are new. Let's make sure that yeah. the movies yes. are really past the skywalker saga because it fell so Mm -hmm. flat in the last three because they refused to move on and 
they got pigeonholed by that and it fucked them. And they also plenty of mistakes. Oh, but very I would much love so. to see. I love like the idea that Andor can happen. We know about Ahsoka from the cartoons and everything. But also, what about it's such a big world. There's so many planets. Let's do something new with it. If we're really making all this stuff, let's yes. do something new. And that's what I'm really excited about and really hope that's the direction they take. Yeah, and, and I think that's that's what Taika Waititi just said a, a couple weeks ago, I think. He yeah. just, uh, whatever press conference it was or press release, maybe it was Star Wars Celebration, he just flat out said that Star Wars Galaxy could be huge. Like, it, it, in theory, it spans forever and, and countless stories. And he said he's going to do something completely different, like characters we've yeah. never seen and on planets we've never seen in a story that has no connection to the Skywalker saga, which I think is great. And, yeah. and I, I know that, some of the newer shows that are com- going to come out, like Skeleton Crew and The Acolyte, correct me if I'm wrong, but they take place in completely different timelines, and it's supposed to be completely different, 100% from anything to do with Skywalker, which is nice because it's going to lead us into all these yeah. different paths and create more of the story and more of the lore and make it live action, which is awesome. But as long as they hit those movies, as long as they make them stand alone and and I, I want the movies to be great. Yeah. And the shows are the fillers. The shows are the bite size, right? That makes you feel yeah. happy. And yeah. the movies are just yeah. mind-blowing. Ah, oh, this is what George Lucas wanted. Yeah. Yeah, like, I I think Taika said, he's like, my movie's not going to be about Chewbacca's grandma. Like, you know what I mean? I, I think he said right. something stupid like that. Yeah. So it's just not, we're not doing this lineage thing anymore, which I'm excited about. I yeah. do, you, we yeah. talk, I want the movies to be good. I want the movies to be special. You're right. The shows are the fillers. For the show, you can make it about – it could be kids. I don't care. It could be a more political or just politics or it could be a, a story, a coming of age or a, or a mystery story. Like let's try things. Let's use this mm-hmm. world we got. Yeah. People are going to watch it. Yeah. Um, oh, I think they're always going to watch think, it. Right? They yes, shouldn't be worried I, about ratings. They should be worried about putting out a good product. Yes, I, I think Star Wars is starting to head in a better direction. Post trilogy, post six, seven, eight, nine, I think Saga. they're starting to pick up Saga. steam a little bit. Yeah, they're they're getting good producers, good directors. They're seeing good direction, mm-hmm. good actors, mm-hmm. bad actors. Um, yep. But I'm I'm kind of excited for the future. But let's make sure those movies they do it right. They do it right. Last thing, last thing, Millie Bobby Brown. I read last mm-hmm. week is in talks mm-hmm. to be the lead role for the next trilogy. So I did see I'm that. not sexist. I, I don't know if I want Millie Bobby Brown to do it, but I think she'd be a great addition. She's a great young actress. I think she could be pretty damn good in whatever role they put her in. She is. Um, I know Star Wars is good at finding original talent. They are. But I wouldn't mind Millie. She is a good actress, and that will kind of transition us into the wrapping it up like, what we're watching. Automobile gangster. Is... <laughs> first things first, don't eat your brains. And then I'm start rocking gold <laughs> teeth for fangs. That's we got that's a great clip. Cause that's what a motherfucker wants to do. Yeah. All time video. Um all time. <laughs> Millie. Um yeah, I think uh yeah, wrapping up Star Wars. What are we watching? We're always going to end our episodes with what we're just watching. What's going on in our lives with what we're watching. So, I mean, I'll talk about what we both have watched. We both, I'm going to start with this. We both watched Severance like a month ago. Uh, one of the best shows I've seen. I was just going to say that. Time. Lumen, very good. Very excited to talk yeah. about that to the people. On 
on Apple TV. It was just such a clean first season. You know the best seasons. Lost Season 1, Westworld Season 1, Succession Season 1. These seasons that are just so tight in story. Amazing writing. My God, is it good. Adam Scott. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller on Apple TV. Um, yeah. No, that's a, watching... that show will get yeah, you sweating ahead. like a heroin addict. Like that, that show will get you sweating like a heroin addict going through recovery. You know, like he's like, you're sitting on the couch, bed, wherever the shit you're watching. And you're just, oh, Jesus. Oh, sweet Jesus. You know, you are freaking, you don't know what's about to happen. It's terrifying. It's a great thriller. It's a great psychological thriller. Best type of thriller. And I did take my shirt off during the musical dance experience. Mr. Milchek made me sweaty. I was nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> Defying jazz. It's such a good show. So that's on Apple TV. And I, I think everyone I've talked to have watched it. That show has really stood out. Um, Stranger Things season four. We're about to get volume two. And I think a lot of people. Ooh, I'm pumped. Been, yeah, this has been way more than a culture thing. Stranger Things is a part of the culture. People watch it because of that. The season was good. Was good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was for adults. Yeah. It was for adults, right? Seasons one through three, little childish, fun to watch, entertaining, exciting. Season four was straight up a Michael Myers film. I mean, that was some graphic shit. Yeah, I got Rachel on the couch. No spoilers. Just, oh shit, you know, like, oh, goddamn. And we haven't even had the final two episodes. And I will say, final thing on Stranger Things, the long episode format was successful. It was good. I was never bored. I was never like checking the time. It's good. They did it right. Duffer Brothers. Yes, the I, Duffer Brothers. It reminded me. It reminded me of old school Game of Thrones. Every episode's an hour. Mm. Sometimes Game of Thrones drag. Right, you get a little more dialogue, but every Stranger Things episode was an hour plus. I mean, it was awesome. I couldn't get enough of it. It was great. I was locked in for the long haul. God, uh, we we might do a full episode of Stranger Things and we can talk about it because they did a lot of things right this season. I'll say that. Um, oh, I could, just, yeah, I could spit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was impressed. I was impressed. We also finished season six and final season of Peaky Blinders. Peaky uh, fucking blinders by order. By order. Yeah. Arthur. Um, it was good. It wasn't the best season of television. It wasn't groundbreaking. Um, but I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And yeah. they do set you up for a movie, which... Ah, mm-hmm. a little frustrating. I would have liked it to be done. I would have just liked it to be ah done. Um, moving on with my life. But Killian Murphy's great. The story's been always been good, and the politics are good. And it was it was I, pretty. I kind of, I kind of like the concept of a movie. I feel like that's never really been done before, right? You have this long running series, and then they cap it off with a feature film that's presumably. If not to theaters, straight to Netflix. It'd be cool if it was in theaters. That'd be an experience. But I think it could be pretty cool. I'm not gonna knock it until I see it. You know, I'm not knocking it. It's just a fucking prick tease. It's a prick. Tease, oh, dude. it's, it's like, gonna be two years. It's gonna be two years. Ugh. And we're like basically done. It's like they're cleaning up yeah. a few plot points. Like we're really not much. It's really like. Yeah, a little bit of unfinished business for three people. So just, yeah. I just wanted it to be done. I wanted the finale. Um, so we've been watching that. I think all of those. I am in the middle of Barry. You are currently watching. Yeah, or you, you're done. Sorry, you're done, Barry. I finished, baby. I was watching this shit live. 
I wish I was. I was just a little, you know, busy. Uh, Barry lazy. on HBO with yeah, lazy with Bill Hader. <laughs> um, Bill Hader. Very good show. Very very dark comedy. It's as dark as a comedy. This can season's get. this season's twisted. This oh, season dude, is twisted. I, I was having a hard time watching. It's like that's fucking sinister, man. It was yeah, sinister. yeah, for sure. No, it's fucked up. <laughs> it really was, but like HBO never drops. Uh, HBO doesn't drop the ball. They make such a fucking premium product. It's insane. Um, I other than that, I saw this stat yeah, really quickly ahead. that um ninety four percent of people that have HBO say that it's the number one or that like they are very satisfied with it. It's quite a drop off. It's like ninety four percent love HBO. 84% love Netflix and then everything below. It's like Apple TV at 79. Peacock is the lowest at like 68%. They're all just kind of scattered in, but HBO is all the way up compared to all the other streaming services. Like it is, that is premier streaming. Yeah. I mean, I could talk about HBO for an hour itself. It's the golden tier of television. I mean, it always has been, but in nowadays it's like, I could do this on another episode too. There's just so much shit on these streaming services yeah. there's just so much shit it's so hard to sift through and find good things it's, it's extremely overwhelming um so so i think what are you watching is important we can let you know where the gold's at it's hard to find you get a lot a lot of people tell you what to watch because there's so much yeah. to watch and i don't remember who you're yeah but you got to take it from us we yeah. th- we give you the truth we are the truth so just remember who your suggestions are from power to the people I'm ha 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 off the I'm I'm a revolutionary. I'm a revolutionary. Yeah. Um, Just so that people know, though, Westworld is kicking. The boys is kicking. Mm. We'll probably cover those at some point, too. Westworld looks like it's making a comeback. Um, A lot of good movies coming out, right? Joker 2 got green lit. Um, Got a bunch of shit down the pipeline. A lot of stuff is going to hit us. Talk about... um, uh, I saw Top Gun in theaters, which was awesome. Um, I know Light Years Out. I didn't watch that. I what else? Did I, I had a bunch of movies. Oh, I already talked about. It. I watched Christopher Robin recently. I've been on a kick yeah. where I've just been watching movies that are that are just okay. They're solid. Which was Christopher Robin, and then I watched um, Delivery Man on HBO with. Uh, uh, I just saw that with Vince Vaughn. With Vince yeah, Vaughn. Did you watch I just it? saw that. I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it yet. But I saw that it was on. It was like I watched it, dude. It was good. It was funny. It was stupid. And it was just like a good, solid, feel-good movie. Sometimes they don't have to be great. Sometimes they don't have to be great, and you can enjoy it for what it is. It's a more casual watch. And those are totally important to have in your movie lineup. It can't be all great ones. It can't be all Oscar winners. You got to have Vince Vaughn in there. You got you to gotta sprinkle some Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn or Will Ferrell cures the soul. Mm. Yeah, I throwing on other guys is always a treat. Uh, yes, it is. Cash bar. <laughs> is that what cash bar is from? Yeah, at the end, uh, right after uh, they get back from busting up, they're like, we're going to an after party down at Butter. Brody Jenna going to be there <laughs> by Ling. The little short bitch from the Jersey Shore. And half of y'all are invited. Cash bar. Cash bar. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, let's wrap this up because, you know, we're hour 10 in. I think we did a good job. Um, 
let's say this to the fans if you made it this far once again always thank you please and thank yeah. you um please yeah. tell us if we did good please give us suggestions on what to watch we can do throwback reviews we can pair multiple reviews into one um please ask to i'll be eat a, a jar of pickles on the show we would love it okay and the juice and uh thank you for listening and thank you for suggesting things because we need it we need all the help we can get um i looked at the analytics from our episodes our last little stint of episodes not great not great so thank you (laughs) um yeah thanks to our loyal patreon subscribers that have been funding our way to get back on the silver screen here on your mobile devices in the car on the shitter in the bed like to thank you for pushing us to get back on the horse um it's great to get out here again you know we're figuring it out we're letting the juices flow it's only going to get funnier it's only going to get funnier once we get a little more swagger back so if you made it this far appreciate you appreciate you for being here uh yeah you know i love hopping on the hot mic and acting like a nerd for an hour and 15 minutes yeah you're, you're not acting um we're happy to be back we do miss the live studio i, I miss i miss the energy of being in studio um, shout out to the internet. Shout out to Bill Gates for helping with the internet. Shout out to Steve Jobs for Apple. Um, Stevie, you, you guys are the best. Yeah, thanks guys. Um, yeah, Obi Wan, sixty-eight, seventy-six. Good, not great. That's the basics of it. Uh, every time there's a positive, there was a negative. Pretty simple. Um, yeah, no spoilers. I, uh, no spoilers. We didn't do any spoilers. Um, I end every episode with a quote. Hunter says something ridiculous. And what are we going to do next time? Stranger Things, probably? Stranger Things sounds nice. Yeah, we'll sync up on Tuesday, post Volume 2. We'll watch it over the weekend. Happy 4th of July, everybody. And we'll kick you with some 11, 11 in the crew. Yeah, and also in my job today, she we were talking about podcasts, obviously. And she I told her that I have a podcast. Um, I hope she doesn't find it. But I told her that I can do it. I can edit it. I know what I'm doing. So I just hope she doesn't find it because th- this wouldn't be great for me. What? This wouldn't we, be good. We do for me. good shit. We d- first the, there's like a three or four episodes in there that are pretty good. Right? They're they're pretty no, good. I'm, I'm not saying they're bad. This podcast is for children, not this podcast. The podcast I was applying for a job for. So. Yeah, if 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 they're sensitive about some words, we might have to go back through and edit and add some beeps, you know, just to make yeah. it a little more uh, professional. We, we had to make sure the audience knew that we weren't racist earlier. We wanted to make that clear. Yeah, we're, we're not, not getting canceled. We're not. No. 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 Hunter is from Antigua. We're not racist. Yeah. I'm a man of color. I'm BIPOC. <laughs> BIPOC. All right. I'm going to pull up this quote. It's, it's actually from Steve-O. On hot ones. Um, let me let me see what he says here. Steve Steve says human existence is a prank on us because we only have one instinct, which is to survive. And then he says, "But there's only one thing promised to you that we don't survive." Um, whoa, that was a good one from Steve. Whoa, Danny, Steve-o. heavy hitter. Steve-o. I might cry. That's, I don't think that makes you cry. I think it's just a good point. Look at Steve It's no, it's not. Everyone knows you're gonna a die. Bit. No. Hey, hey, hey! There's there's kids out there. There's there's, there's it, dreamers, Annie. 
have you dream, you live the dream, and then you die. Maybe I should. That's think. bleak. <laughs> all right, next. All right, that's enough, Lakely. If that dog acts up during the episode. All right, next next quote and will then, be like uh, like a Barack Obama one. Be like, you know, it'll be a very impactful, hopeful one, not about yeah. human existence. But Steve-O, he puts hot Eleanor sauce Roosevelt. in his eye. He does random Genius. shit. He doesn't care. Smart. God. Yeah. Um, Elegant. Love you all. Thank you. And uh, as always, you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meats. Thanks, guys. I really wish I knew how that stuck. Yeah, thanks again, fam.